0: At loveisrael.org. That's one word loveisrael.org. Now, here's Baruch with today's lesson.
1: Are you studying the Bible correctly? You see, you need to understand that in the Word of God, there are clues, there are aids to help us rightly understand the Word of God. For example, we have just completed chapter 8. Of luke's gospel and there we encountered a young girl 12 years old who was at the point of death and died but was resurrected we also encountered a woman a woman who had a serious problem both physically and spiritually for this woman had an issue of blood for how long 12 years Now, it's not by accident that the number 12 keeps appearing in the Scriptures. We find that the number 12 relates to the kingdom of God. And how do we know that? Well, the number 12 appears frequently in the book of Revelation when we're speaking about the New Jerusalem, that final condition of the kingdom of God. We see, for example, that there are 24 elders that's 12 times two we find that this city called the new jerusalem the kingdom of god has 12 gates and 12 foundations and we see furthermore the heights of the wall of that city will be a 144 cubics that is 12 times 12 and of course we know something That when we look at the width and the breadth and the height of that city, it's 12,000 times 12,000 times 12,000. In other words, the number 12 dominates the New Jerusalem, that is that final state of the kingdom of God. 12 is a kingdom number. And it's not randomly that we see when we look at Israel That there were 12 tribes and when Messiah Yeshua when he chose his disciples who would become apostles he chose 12 and that's what we're going to talk about in today's study and we're going to see that the work the call the ministry that Messiah gave to his disciples had a kingdom connection look with me to the Gospel of Luke and chapter 9 the Gospel of Luke and chapter 9 notice what happens in these first few verses of this chapter verse 1 and having called his 12 disciples so Messiah now is getting ready to charge these 12 disciples that is to give them an assignment and this assignment is foundational this assignment teaches us much about the role of an apostle and his work that is what he's called to do and how it relates to the kingdom of God primarily what we see are the apostles teaching us about the nature of the kingdom of God And if you rightly understand the kingdom of God, you are going to want to be there. But make no mistake, there is only one way, and I want to say that again, there is only one way to enter into the kingdom of God, and that is through faith. Biblically speaking, and we see this in the Torah, it is a Torah truth, that there's a connection between faith and righteousness we know that from that famous passage of scripture in the book of genesis genesis chapter 15 and verse 6 where it says avraham believed in god we could say that this way Abraham had faith in god and god accounted it to him for righteousness faith the faith that is based upon scripture that faith produces righteousness it causes God to declare us righteous it causes the very righteousness of the Son of God to be given to us so that when God sees us he doesn't see our sin our iniquity our transgressions but he only sees the righteousness of his son which we have received freely as an outcome of God's grace being poured out upon us through that gospel message That message of salvation, that message of victory. So we see here that Yeshua, and I'm speaking of Jesus of Nazareth, he has called together his 12 disciples, who, as I said, would become apostles, meaning they are being sent forth. And we'll see that in a moment. And notice what he did. The scripture says, and he gave to them power and authority. Now realize something. For these apostles, they by their relationship with Messiah being one of the 12 disciples, they had a calling upon their life, a unique calling. A calling to, and we'll see this in a moment. Remember the number 12s connected to the kingdom. They are going to have a calling, a ministry to share kingdom truth. And by the way, As a believer, you have that same call upon your life, to bear witness, to testify concerning the kingdom of God. And we're going to learn something very important about that kingdom. There are those who are going to receive kingdom truth and be welcome into the kingdom of God. And we're going to learn what they're going to experience in that kingdom but there are also those that are not going to receive they're not going to welcome the good news of the kingdom of god and they're going to be as we talked about last week they're going to be cast out outside the kingdom but notice what it says here he gives to them authority and power literally he says power first but with that power comes authority power and authority over all the demons and sicknesses to heal so two things very specific power and authority and that power and authority is to be used against anything that is related to the demonic world and demonic influence comes from the evil one satan Demonic influence is for the purpose of causing adversity into one's life. So these apostles, these 12 disciples, they're called to go forth with power that is greater than the demonic world, greater than the enemy that, that, that this world has, and I'm speaking about the devil or Satan. Secondly, he also gave to them authority authority over demons and also the power and the authority to heal sicknesses and what do we see here well we're seeing that victory over the enemy and restoration against the plans of the enemy realize this that sicknesses and diseases and the fact that There is a demonic influence in this world, a demonic presence. All came because of the work of Satan. Because he deceived the woman, and the man did not do his responsibility to defend his wife. Because of that, the woman being deceived and the man shirking his responsibility, we see that sin entered into this world and all the consequences of sin. All those things that bring us pain and sorrow and problems and hardships, they're all tied. But here's the good news. Through faith in the gospel, through entering into that new covenant relationship with Messiah Yeshua, we can have power to overcome and authority against everything that is against the kingdom purposes this is what he is promising so power authority over demons all demons and also this power and authority to heal sickness or disease look now to to verse 2 what did he do well these disciples i said became apostles and the word apostle simply means one that is sent forth And what does he do? Look carefully at verse 2. And he sent them, and he sent them with an assignment. That assignment was to proclaim the kingdom of God. If you are wise and you are going to follow the instructions of this book, the Holy Bible, then you are going to pursue the kingdom of God. You are going to be interested in understanding what the kingdom of God is about. And we know that Messiah, he gave us numerous parables in order to understand the kingdom of God, how to enter into that kingdom, what that kingdom of God is like, and, and hear this, what faith in Messiah, who is the king of that kingdom, what that faith will produce in a believer's life the change and let's be very specific the righteous changes that faith in messiah will produce and it's going to produce a restoration to the kingdom character hear that write that down faith in messiah will produce a restoration to that kingdom character in your speech in your thoughts, in your actions, and how you do everything, the kingdom is going to dominate. And this is what he's teaching his disciples. Look again at verse 2. And he sent them to proclaim the kingdom of God and to heal sicknesses. And again, it's repeated, this healing, a different word is used here, by the way. The first one relates to that which is therapeutic, that which brings things back into their right status, their correct state of being. But here he uses another word, which simply means to put things in order, to return them to what they were intended to be. And we can simply translate this with the word healing to heal, in this case, sicknesses and disease realize something sickness and disease are always the consequence of sin now we need to be careful because sometimes sicknesses and disease are the result of a person's sin they've done something but we also need to realize that sin sometimes in fact many times the reason why someone is sick they have a disease has nothing to do with some particular sin that they've done or someone else has done it's because this world has been stained with sin meaning this because of that original sin sickness and disease are in this world and time and chance happens to us all meaning this you are at a certain place at a certain time there's disease there someone is sick someone is contagious and you receive that sickness and disease not because of some particular sin that you or someone else did but because original sin because disease and sickness are in this world likewise there is because of that original sin other diseases not something that you catch because it is contagious But it's simply in this world and there are certain things that trigger it what things a variety of things but here's the message that we have been given a call to speak restoration over these things that he has given these apostles a call to go forth proclaiming the kingdom of god and in light of this proclamation also to heal sicknesses verse 3. and he said to them and this is what is so often uh ignored and that is those who and hear this carefully those who have that calling that gift to heal notice what he says to them see many times when someone is praying for healing and they don't receive it that person who is the the authority the leader the one who is praying and such you know there must be something not right with your life some unconfessed sin some problem no i would say this the more likely problem is the one who is being so called used for the healing who has that gift of healing there's something wrong in his life or her life why Notice what the scripture says, and this is so vital that we see this. Messiah says to those he sent out, to heal, he says, do not take for the journey, so don't take for the journey a staff. Now, this is kind of a walking stick, and also these rods or staffs were used for protection. And what is he saying first and foremost? Trust on me depend upon me don't put your trust in your staff and what you possess so he commands them and it's just that a commandment going forth proclaiming the kingdom of God take nothing notice what he says do not take a staff nor a sack now some would say that this sack is either for possessions or for money don't, don't collect money. Don't, don't have something that you're going to accumulate wealth through this ministry. That's not what it's called for. And don't take bread. So don't take the provisions of life. Why? As you're walking with Messiah, as you are freely, hear that, freely giving, as you do that, god will take care of your necessities not your desires not this 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 quest for abundance but for your necessities so he says take no staff don't take any sack or money belt don't take uh bread nor money nor let any one of you notice what he says take Two tunics, just one. Now, why is this? Well, it's interesting what many of the scholars say. Remember the children of Israel in the wilderness? It says that that their garments did not wear out. That's miraculous. Nor did their feet swell. They traveled in that wilderness, that desert, some harsh conditions, and their clothes They only had one set their clothes remained they didn't suffer what we say in hebrew bligh that is wear and tear why not because what they were called to do in that wilderness in that harsh location the desert was to trust to depend to believe in god and all the time on that journey in that wilderness for 40 years god provided and he provided Supernaturally, and what he's saying to these apostles do the same thing. Trust me, totally don't take a staff, something for protection, don't take a money belt so you can become rich, don't take bread, you'll be provided for, don't take money, don't worry about having something to depend upon, cash, but rather, he says to trust in him only take one change of clothes what you're wearing and then finally look at verse four and into whatever house you enter there you remain now i've shared before in a different gospel why that is so that those apostles that they could have great influence on that family and that that family when they would eventually leave that family would be changed so those apostles these 12 disciples they and presumably not all would 12 all 12 would say at one home they would go to other homes they were going through different villages they weren't going necessarily together or two by two they were going and what do we know they could have great influence over the man of that house over his wife over the children and that home could become a center of spiritual renewal let me say that a a different way that home could become an image a witness a testimony for the kingdom of god so he says and whatever home that you enter into there remain and from there go out and whomsoever does not receive you. Isn't that interesting? There's going to be those who do not receive the ones who represent the kingdom of God. He says, verse 5, and whomsoever do not receive you, he says, go out from that city and the dust from your feet, he says, shake off Hawaii for a witness against them. Now, this is an important part of this lesson. That those who don't receive you, what do you do? Those cities where there is a a resistance, a, a opposition, he says, just leave that city. Go out from it, and when you come to the end of that city, shake the dust from your feet as a testimony. As a witness to them that they are are not connected to you nor your message nor the kingdom that you represent see we need to be bold and committed to share and be pursuing those that are seeking there are many people that the holy spirit is preparing and when you share that that kingdom message they hear and they respond they have a sensitivity to the kingdom they're the ones that we're supposed to be seeking out as fishermen and hunters looking for those that are the members that is going to fill the kingdom of God so he says for those who do not receive you and we can understand that do not welcome you nor that message go out from that city cast the dust from your feet as a testimony against them and then he says as you go forth and pass through each of the villages now it's interesting because it says villages meaning this it's not ignoring cities but the emphasis is upon these small places obviously they would go to large cities like Jerusalem and Beersheba and, and, and Shem, the larger ones. But also, don't forget the villages. Don't forget those places that, that oftentimes may not have even a name. God cares about all people. God is seeking all people. His message is a message for all people. So it's most significant that we see not the term city. We've seen that earlier on in the text. When we look, for example, at that passage of Scripture in the previous verse, verse 5, but when we come to this verse, verse 6, there's a change to the villages. And what are they supposed to be doing? Well, notice there's that word there that we get the English word, to evangelize. And that word evangelize has to do with proclaiming good news now it has a word for for good news and the term good relates to the will of God this is important because it tells us those who are candidates for the kingdom of God they have inherently a desire to do the will of God is that what your faith is rooted in Did you accept the gospel because you're interested in the kingdom of God and doing the will of God? Those who have been born again, those who have been regenerated, become that new man, they are going to have a commitment. Let me say it even stronger. They are going to have a passion for the will of God. And one of the things that that such people will pray They will be praying for discernment that as they go through life, as they walk throughout this world, going from one set of circumstances and situations to another, they are going to want to know what is God's will for this matter, for this situation. They're going to have a sensitivity and a commitment and a passion for the will of God. See, if your prayer life is all about getting God to do your will, you have some serious spiritual problems. You you have not understood the good news of the gospel. See, notice what he says, and he says this for reasons. Let's conclude. It says, going forth and passing through each of the villages, proclaiming the good news and healing every place now that healing is a restoration it speaks about the good news to put things in order let me ask you a question do you want God's order for your life that's what it comes down to that's what a true disciple is interested in what he is praying for where he is committed to he is all about restoration to the will of God he wants God's order God's purposes God's plan for his life and that's how he or she prays. God teach me your will that I might submit to it and help me to submit to your plans and purposes this restoration this kingdom restoration is always 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 connected to the will of god so examine your prayer life are you truly someone who's praying that you might play a role a faithful role a god-pleasing role in serving him and accomplishing the will of god for your life and being an influence in the lives of other people that they might experience god's will as well There is an inherent relationship between the gospel, the kingdom, and the will of God. And it's only when we understand that and we're also committed to it, then and only then are we going to be individuals that experience that anointing of the Holy Spirit that leads us, guides us, empowers us, and gives us His perspective for seeing things in the right way meaning knowing what his will truly is
0: well we hope you will benefit from today's message and share it with others please plan to join us each week at this time and on this channel for our broadcast of loveisrael.org again to find out more about us please visit our website loveisrael.org there you will find articles and numerous other lectures by baruch these teachings are in video form